You've tuned in to the Lovely Travels podcast where we talk about all things travel and adventure. My name is Emma Lovell and I am lovely. I have a mission to visit every UN recognised country in the world and raise awareness for mental health. Join me as we journey through my past adventures, speak to fellow travellers and interesting locals, all while following the journey to 195 countries. I'll be joined soon by my co-pilot Darius in Germany. You can follow my antics on Instagram at Lovely Travels and learn more about us at the website www.lovelytravels.com. But for now, it's listening time. Travel vicariously along with us. Good afternoon. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lovely Travels Podcast. Uh, with me here today, as always, is the lovely, lovely Emma. That's me. <laughs> Hello. And uh, today, today it's my turn to ask you a series of questions, each more complicated than the last. Mm, sounds like a, a web of deception and lies. I'm intrigued. That's right. That's right. Um, so we'll start it off. Who are you? I am Emma. I'm Emma Lovell. I am a world traveller, as my delightful cousin Bill loves to call me. I, yeah, I am a world traveller. I'm passionate about travel, but I also am a businesswoman. I run a business called Lovely Communications and I help people with their personal brand. Um, I have a delightful husband named Matthew. I have a fur baby called T'Challa. He is called T'Challa after the movie Black Panther because my husband is a nerd. Uh, <laughs> T'Challa is the um, human name of Black Panther, Kanda forever. Um, I'm a nerd too. Uh, but, yes, so they are my little family and I live on the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. That's uh, a summary for you. Okay. And have you always lived on the Gold Coast? No. I was born in Sydney, New South Wales, Australia. I lived there till I was 18 and then I moved to the UK for a year. Um, my parents are English. My mum and dad are English. So majority of my extended family live in England. I have a British passport, Australian by birth, British by blood. And, yeah, it was wonderful to spend a year back there in my homeland, I guess, the motherland. And then um, I've also lived in Canada for a very short time and I lived in Mexico for um, a semester during university and then I lived in Melbourne and then now I live in Queensland. Wow. I lived in quite I a few sure places. Have... Mm. And which which has been your favourite or is it where you are now? No, I loved living in Mexico. I would love to live in Mexico again. I think that was very much a time because of my of life. Because of the food? Because of the food, Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a time of my life, you know, like um, it was such a pivotal time just being there in university and just very formative years and just a wonderful bunch. But I love the Mexican culture and I love the Mexican people. So I would happily live in there again. I don't think I don't think I would live in the same place that I lived. But um, no, I think, you know, I loved living in Melbourne for the time that I did. But when I moved away and then I went back, it was like, cool. I lived there. That was that time. Gold Coast feels like home, very much where we're living now. I love where we're living and um, we have bought a house here and 
we plan to buy, well, sorry, we bought an apartment here and we plan to buy a house in the future. So travel will always be a big part of my life and a big part of my future. And I have no doubt that my husband and I will live overseas again at some point, but I feel like we'll probably return to the Gold Coast. Follow-up question. Will you buy a house with stilts? No. Okay. Next question. <laughs> um, okay. Well, thanks for telling me about all the places you've lived, or at least a short overview, which I'm sure we'll get into deeper on, on you know, country episodes. Yeah. Uh, sneak peek there. Um, what's your favourite colour? My favourite colour is purple. And Why? Why? No, just well, actually, more specifically, magenta. Magenta is a sort of a shade of bright pink, purpley pink. Yeah, I don't know. It's bright and vibrant and feels exciting. Apparently, it means kind of like me. Yeah, just like you. You are magenta in in person. Uh, No, I just I love it. It just makes me happy. And a lot of my um, luggage and handbags and some of my clothing has been purple over the time and. It makes me happy. You have, you know, as, as, as Emma, as you mentioned in the uh, introductory episode, you have visited quite a few countries and I'm sure it's hard to name just one favourite out of all of them, but give it, give it your best shot. India. <laughs> India. Okay. Not as difficult as <laughs> I expected. No, I've been to 64 countries, but India is a standout. I've been there 10 times. Okay. Um, what is your favourite curry and why is it butter chicken? Yeah, no, but the thing is, like, butter chicken's so prevalent in Australia, but when you have butter chicken in India, it is so delicious. Um, and the good thing about it is, like, it is everywhere, so it's kind of good when you're travelling around. Pretty much always know you're going to get butter chicken. Um, I think my favourite curry would be dal makhani which is a black lentil with a brown sauce. Um, Even though this was completely unprompted, I would probably say butter chicken is also very up there, even though it's super popular in Australia. But um, when you have it in India, it's so delicious. And travelling all around India, which is massive, um, butter chicken is such a well-known dish that you can find at most places. So it's kind of a, a safe, yummy, delicious bet. I'm quite partial to the to the korma myself. Oh yeah, veg korma, like chicken korma, lamb korma. Any korma, any okay. korma. The korma, the korma strain. Korma, 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 korma chameleon. I thought we agreed before starting that it was um, no singing. A musical that. podcast. No, then there was no singing on the podcast. I'm I'm channeling my inner Bollywood, mm-hmm. as with everything in life. There are ups and there's a, there are downs. What is your least favourite country that you visited so far? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's 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 always like going to be not the country's fault. But um, where where have you where have you been? Like, well, done that. Don't need to do it again. Yeah, I had one in mind, and and it was probably a bit of an unfair accusation. Um. But uh, then another one jumped to mind, which is very clear, and that is Dubai. Right. Um, I have a a coffee mug that's from the UAE, but I um, 
don't know really why I bought that because I had the least favorite time ever. I had a chicken Big Mac in Dubai, which I thought was pretty outrageous. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I I, I do have a lot. I have a couple of lovely friends in Dubai and I did get to catch up with a few people, but it just, for me, it's it's just completely lacking in culture, completely lacking in culture. It feels empty. Um, People really enjoy living there, but uh, um, yeah, just, Seems I haven't visited apart from the airport, but it seems like the epicenter of like materialism. Oh yeah, yeah. If look, go there and experience it. I I would I would if I had to pass through again, probably go to Abu Dhabi. If I had to go through UAE again, because flights do go through there quite often. But I actually chose to get out. I was on my way to Bahrain, which I really loved. Absolutely loved Bahrain and can't recommend it more highly. But um. I cannot understand why people would go there for a week's holiday. Cannot. I was there for two days and that was more than enough in my life. Hmm. So, yeah, sorry, that was quite an easy answer as well. Uh, so no no diss to people, my friends. Sorry, Dubai, you're cut. You're out. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think um, my comments are going to stop people going. Well, what if we got, like, Saudi Arabia oil company to sponsor us. <laughs> I guess they wouldn't really care what we say about Dubai. Okay, next question. <laughs> um, okay, you've talked a little bit about different types of curry. Um, if you could be any animal, what would you be and why? Um, I I believe I I would love to be a snow leopard. I think they are just so magical and mystical and majestic. They are probably like my favorite animal, but I'm probably more of a lion. So that's because I have wow. giant hair and I have a lot of pride. Um, yeah, pretty. You can take down a zebra with only your mouth. Yep, exactly. But yeah, no lion. I'm, I am a Leo as well by my star sign, and I do believe in them. So um, quite a few Leo characteristics. My mum's a Leo. That's why we get on so well. That's such a Leo thing to say. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay, so lion is is surely an admirable creature. Um, not as admirable as certain mystical creatures. If you could be a mystical creature, what would you be? <laughs> mystical or mythical? <laughs> Both. What's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. We should Google it. What are you laughing at me for? <laughs> you should Google it. Google it. All right, you get giggling under control. I'll find out if I'm crap, mystical, mythical. Uh, how do you say mythical in Deutsch? Oh, I know how to say my answer in German. I would like to be un Einhorn. <laughs> Let me ask the question again because I feel like you were right. Um so, Emma, <laughs> uh, what sort of mythical creature would you like to be? I would like to be, in Deutsch, un Einhorn, and in English, a unicorn. I mean, I don't think it's like I want to be. It's like I am a unicorn. Like I am. So, fun fact, Emma is okay. a unicorn. Next. And for everyone who doesn't know what a unicorn is, could you please describe such a creature? 
I think if you don't know what a unicorn is and you're listening to this podcast, then you have other big things to worry about. Um, Emma, here is the question I've been waiting for. I'm ready. I'm sure everyone else has also. Yes. Do you have a favourite Simpsons episode? <laughs> I feel like I kind of, well, it's not my favourite. I think it was one of the most awaited, but it was the um, the Down Under episode. It was probably one of the most talked about. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, but my probably other favourite was the Valentine's. With um, Ralph and I choose, choose, choose you. Yeah, will you be mine? <laughs> yeah, it was it was beautiful. So check it out. At least you can pinpoint the moment when his heart rips in two. <laughs> isn't it like isn't that episode where he goes, Miss Hoover? My dad says I'm not allowed to use scissors. Ralph, these scissors couldn't cut butter. <laughs> the Australia exactly. one is also good. Hi. Mr. Prime Minister. It's always, it does, I just remember the toilet, flushing the toilet thing. Yeah. 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 Which is, I just think why, I wonder why people are so interested in that. But, um, Can we do a toilet episode? I, I don't think we will. This is well, we'll see what the people say. Let us know. <laughs> uh, toilets at LTP. Org. I don't think every time you want to make a topic, you need to make a new email address for us. <laughs> Just saying. Check if that, no, what I have admin. to do is check if that domain is available. It's a lot of admin. Check. Okay, it's fine. Um, oh, my questions have gone. The Okay, solid episode choices there, Emma. Thank you. Um, here's another question. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have asked themselves, does Emma speak more than one language? Um, I'll, I'll answer yes. Yes, I speak English rather well most of the time. Um, but I also hablo un poquito español. I always say un poquito, which means a little bit, because I don't want people to speak rapid gunfire at me. Um, but I'm, I would say I'm quite intermediate. Um, to what fluent. was that, Italian? It was español. Spanish. I speak Excuse Spanish. Me. I lived in Mexico, and I, I, but I learned before I went. I learned it from a book. And then when I was, <laughs> while I was there, I, I practiced. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm rather fluent, and it's come in very, very handy because Spanish is the second most widely spoken language in the world. So there's lots and lots okay. of places that speak it and lots of people that speak it, so it's very handy. I don't think I've ever heard you speak Spanish. So we'll have to treat that as unchecked. <laughs> but I'm sure Hello, if you say Espanol contigo todo bien, gracias. No, so when you're speaking different languages, there is a little switch between the brains um, sometimes. So I feel mm. like there's only ever space in my brain for two to three languages. I've been in, like, say, India and I speak Tora Tora Hindi, like a little bit of the Indian language. Okay. And I, I will then, if you asked me for a Japanese word, I couldn't tell you. You know, if you asked me or like. Because, uh, yeah, you, you successfully learnt Japanese at school, right? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I could, I could, no, I can, I think 
you know, we've also discussed, I could speak some phrases in Japanese. My, my English, Spanish, then probably Hindi, I know the next most, then Expreka and Wissen Deutsch. Enough to get by, as you've said before, I would never go hungry. Um, I can order food quite well. Ein Crepe mit Zucker und Limo. Bitte? Zitrone. Zitrone. I always said Limo. Und ein Crepe mit Nutella, bitte. Sehr gut. And they're both for you, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two crepes for me. Um, and uh, then, but I always say, je ne pas parler français, which I've said oh, quite really? well in French that I don't speak French. Parlez-vous français? No. Oui, un petit peu. No. <laughs> uh, no, so um, Japanese, but the only other one. And then I just try and... Uh, like I speak a little bit of Nepali as well, but it's, you know, it's just, it's because I spend quite a bit of time in these places and generally I spend time with the locals. So like the Hindi, the, you know, the national language of India comes from spending time in people's homes and hearing them speak English, a combination of Hindi and English right. um, every day. And when it's, when you're living in it, surrounded by it every single day, it would be a shame to not pick up something. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I can I can pass in some languages, and I can definitely say thank you, hello, goodbye in quite some languages. So. Which is yeah, which is some of the most important stuff you can you can do to prepare before a trip. I think. Oh yeah, I mean, even some like a country like China, they're like amazed. You know, you say ni hao, xie xie, and they're like, oh my god, you speak Mandarin, and you're like. No, no, you've, you've heard the entire repertoire. Uh, that is all. Uh, the other one I know is purely out, which means beautiful. But, um, uh, and various. Um, the, 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 my biggest vocabulary in other languages probably just types of food. Mm-hmm. So, just nailing the pronunciation so that you get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. Um, definitely. Um, more about food on another episode. I think you've like written down at least 500 episodes <laughs> in these few episodes. Wrapping it up, um, Emma, what was the last country that you visited? Uh, the last country I visited was uh, ooh, on a technic. The last new country was Belize. The last country I was in was the United States. Right. But that was only flying back from Mexico. So I was in Belize, Mexico, then the States. So that was the most recent trip. Cool. Yeah, very exotic. And and fortunately that was, um, well, that was actually, that's probably another, that could be an episode actually. I will put that one down. Um, that was my elopement. My husband and I eloped to Mexico and then had our little honeymoon in Belize. And that was very good timing because it was right before the global pandemic really hit the fan. And now we can't go anywhere. Uh, and you're stuck with each other forever. Yeah, it's really a good crash course in marriage, you know, just be in a house together all day, every day. <laughs> Love um, Okay, cool. Well, um, actually, I was I was lying. I do have one more question. I was going to say, I thought you put one to the end. Yeah, I did. I did. And um, thank you for everyone shouting at their radios. Um <laughs> 
providing you know, podcasts don't operate on a radio. Well, yes, if you play it through the you. car. <laughs> um, Emma, so one final question. Um, yeah. The real final question this time. Uh, if you could go to any country in the world, where would you go? Oh, it's very hard. Because okay, I, maybe not a country. It could be a, a place. Yeah. You don't have to. Yeah, it's challenging because I want to visit every country and I plan to visit every country, certainly every UN-recognised country. But probably, <laughs> annoyingly, the one I want to visit isn't UN-recognised and that's Antarctica. Oh. It's not counted as a country, but I really super don't want to go. I super duper want to go there, and I said maybe that would be like my last tick off the list type thing. Um, but certainly, sort of penciled it in as maybe that's my fortieth trip. So when I turn forty, my big trip will be to go to Antarctica. So it's a few years cool. off, yeah, but it's something to be excited about and look forward to. And it's uh, not gonna lie it's quite an expensive trip so uh <laughs> probably need to yeah. wait seven and a bit years till i can go you could buy a long-range helicopter and fly there yourself oh, you know yep just a few steps in that little plan well the biggest one is probably buying a helicopter i think the flying bit's probably my where my angst comes in <laughs> um. yeah. Okay, join us Join us next week for more helicopter-related stories. I don't think you should be in charge of the outro. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I'm going to take that right back. No, thank you for the interview. I hope that you've no, all got to you, know. thank you, Emma. Let me thank you. Actually, let me thank you. Cut. So, okay, Emma, thank you for um, that insight into, into your brain. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more. Uh, answers to questions. Did you uh, learn something? Oh. <laughs> um, I'm still, I'm learning every day. Um, About me, specifically. Um, I, yeah, I, I knew you spoke Spanish, but I, I guess I had forgotten. Um, <laughs> also, Antarctica seems very cold, but um, probably pretty, pretty exciting nonetheless. It's very factual. It is cold. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? Oh, I think most of the other stuff I knew. There you go. Just for the listeners then. Just for the listeners. It's <laughs> all for the listeners. Well, I'm excited to see where this takes us because uh, I don't think really have a plan. you <laughs> talking about? If you have any tips for plans, please send us a email. <laughs> to um, plans at lovelytravels.com. That's right. Uh, pretty sure that we're going to fall in, funnel into the one email. So yeah. Oh yeah, we're just heaps of aliases. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank bye. you, Emma, and I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye bye. Wait, are we hanging up? <laughs> I don't know how this works. I never know. <laughs>